Brain Grub. Unfiltered, in-depth discussions to season your life. Psychologically feeding your brain, one bite at a time. Join psychologist Dr. Christine Fair and co-host Kaylee Bowen as they inspire, encourage, and offer usable approaches to impact your life in a positive way. So we are back in the house. It's another Wednesday. Yes, it is. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? I'm well. Excellent. Yes, uh, we are starting to roll into fall. We are. It was really nice this past weekend. I know. Black it's Swamp great. Black Festival. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you were at the Black Swan Festival, you may have seen us there. Yeah, we were there. If not, it's okay. It's okay. We were there. Mm-hmm. Chamming out on the main stage. There's a lot of festivals happening this past weekend. There are some more festivals happening this week Mm -hmm. and and this weekend, right? There's like an art art festival and um, some jazz at Waterville and there's something else happening too. Some like a live music festival on the 16th. So check those things out, Mm -hmm. right? Check out like Toledo. What's up? Yeah. So nice out. Yeah. There's a lot to do. So check it out so mm-hmm. today we are following suit with you know coping skills that go awry yes right mm-hmm. and i say that with love because all of us are just trying to move back into balance homeostasis and unfortunately sometimes what we do works for a while and then it doesn't right it right. starts to become uh, maladaptive so just like we've talked in the last few weeks about food right we talked about eating and that can become maladaptive right start working against you uh we've talked about shopping again yes. gives you a little buzz and excitement mm-hmm. and then work against you yep. today we are talking about the internet the internet because it's awesome right it is it, google is at your fingertips all the time 24 7 And unfortunately, um, it's a great tool and it can also really work against you. Right. And and really, there's an increasing body of research that's starting to really take a look at is it have some addictive properties. Right. Right. Does it actually create some sort of addiction? Because uh, if you've ever lost your phone and (laughs) if you miss it. Right? And I'm not talking because you want to call someone. Right. But if you miss it and you kind of feel frantic trying to look for it, I got to, you know, find my life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's probably an indication that you have a, a special connection. Yes. And that could be kind of, that could work against you, right? It could, for it could. sure. So there is a lot of debate, right, in the science mm-hmm. co- in the community on whether it's actually considered to be a true addiction, right? Mm-hmm. Um like like substances consumption we've been talking about kind of activities right that aren't really considered like eating is not considered to be addiction but it no. can become an addiction yes shopping it's not always an addiction no <clears throat> compulsive shopping can become an addiction right you can't get rid of it <coughs> excuse me just like other substances right yes they can become addictive so when they start to harm you that's when you really want to start looking at is this working against me and what i mean by that is is your internet use starting to get in your way right is it becoming non-pleasurable for you is it starting to impact relationships is it um 
your only relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Are you obsessively scrolling, missing out on doing other things? Right. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, excuse mm-hmm. me. Hold on a second. Your water? <coughs> I'm back. We're back. Right. We're back. Right after that coughing attack and talking about internet addiction. So the DSM, right, mm-hmm. which is really the, it's the, I will say the Bible of mm-hmm. mental health, right? Mm-hmm. It's the way that we look to um, diagnose and it stands for the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders, if you're just wondering. And um, it continuously gets updated. There has been a lot of debate on adding internet addiction into mm-hmm. the DSM, as well as they are looking at internet gaming as Whoa. its own disorder, right, in the DSM. So, so not just gaming, internet gaming. Correct. Okay. Right, right, right. And I think, honestly, because, you know, people aren't really... Even your Xbox is now internet-driven, right? right? It's right. not really... You're just, just plugging in your handheld Nintendo, right? You're, right. you're next level. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about the stats. Like yes. how many people. Okay. So again, unless you're using a flip phone, which I know they're still out there. They are. Most of us have smartphones. Yes. Most of us have not only our smartphones, we have tablets, we have laptops, we have, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we have smart TVs. Yes. 75% of Americans actually. Dang. Okay. Tell us. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 75% of Americans have what? Um, they use a smartphone or oh, a tablet. Okay. Or, yeah. All right. So yeah. that's a, and I'm guessing, again, if you are in a family, even if you have children, how many of your kiddos have a smartphone exactly. or an iPad or a, a mm-hmm. tablet or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 88.5% of Americans are internet users. Okay. <clears throat> yet less than 40% of the world has internet access. Okay. Oh. Yeah, that's interesting, right? So, in other countries, mm-hmm. they don't have as much access as no, we do. No. Okay. Forty uh, percent of young adults, ages eighteen to twenty-four, use social media in the bathroom. Okay, I kind of think that that might be low. <laughs> I know that sounds terrible, but if it, <laughs> again, uh, you know, text in right now or call, or you know, um, if you're listening to our our podcast. Just you know, leave a little comment if you're uh, if you got your smartphone in the bot in the bathroom, and I'm talking, maybe you're listening to music, mm-hmm. maybe you're Snapchatting, right? Right. Maybe you're just checking your socials. Mm-hmm. But I'll bet you that's higher. Yeah, I'll bet it is. Yeah, probably okay. is. Probably is. Um, also, so there is five types of internet addiction. Okay, so let's break it down. What are the types? So, uh, first type is cybersexual. So, you have cybersex and internet porn. Okay. Um, You have net compulsions. So, online gambling, shopping, or stock trading. Okay, so that would be a second one, right? So, that's number two. No, it's it's okay. It's fine. I'm just, I just want people to be like, wait, is gambling. Right. And cybersex together. No, they are separate. No. Okay. Yes. Uh, Number three, cyber relationships. Mm -hmm. So um, social media relationships, online dating, and other virtual communications. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So this, I mean, again, these are your socials, right? Think about how much your Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, WhatsApp, you name it. TikTok. TikTok. I mean, how, if you are... 
if all of your friends are internet-based, like if you aren't having conversations and you're just, you know, Snapchatting all day, that's a, a lot of time you're spending on the internet. Yes, it right? is. On your socials. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and that's all where your relationships are. Right. Okay. Keep mm-hmm. going. Number four, gaming. So online game playing. And then number five, information seeking. So like web surfing or database searches, which a lot of that is done, um, increasingly done on your cell phone, on mobile devices. Okay. Um, You know, it's, yeah. So, yeah, think about that. I mean, I will tell you, I mean, most of the things I do are on, on my smartphone. Yeah, same. I mean... I do banking on my smartphone. I do all my socials. And I, I will honestly say, I'm just going to, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. give it up. Give it up to Jesus. I'm just going to be honest and say, I, you know, text people more often than I call them. Because if mm. I need to know, like, am I meeting you at five? Right. I'll just text you really quick, right? right? Or if I just have a question for you and I don't really um, want to bother you, or maybe I know you're at home or you're at work or whatever, I'm, I'll just shoot you a text. I don't call you and leave you a message. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I do that a lot. I'm trying to think. I think I do that, too. I try to call people more than, like, if I know I'm going to have a text conversation, I'll call. I'm not going to have a text Yeah, you don't want to have, like, a full-on conversation in text, but right? Yeah, but, yeah, it's definitely much easier to shoot a text, shoot a thumbs up yeah, at right, a time. Right, right, And then you call, and you don't mm-hmm. have, have a big, long conversation, right? You're just like, eh. Right. Should you check, let me know when you're free. Right? Meet you at five. Here's the address. Whatever. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't really use the laptop much. Alan uses the laptop. Okay. Okay. So, again, we're probably doing it. And and then, again, and if you have kiddos, how much are your kiddos watching TV Mm -hmm. on the iPad, on the laptop, have a smartphone, have a smartwatch, have a all the above? Right. How much is it happening? Right. Because, yeah. All those streaming devices, that's all internet. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I know, I know. I feel like we're having a lot of bummer topics right now. People are like, dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and again, we're not saying this is bad, right? We're no. not saying you can't use this. Because again, we're in the age of technology. Right. In the sense that we are all connected. And there is amazing things to keep us connected. And to find out information quickly. Um Right, we right. have we got the universe at our fingertips. Right, but it's all about that balance, still. Correct. Right, right, the balance. So think about if I told you right now, if I challenged you that for the next twenty four hours you cannot use your phone, just check in with yourself and see what comes up. Right now, it, are you cool with it? Could you just be like, yeah, here you go. So when you say not use the phone, can I call someone? No, I'm turning. You're turning your phone in. Hmm. You're giving it to me right now. You can have it tomorrow at three o'clock. How do you feel about that? Not that bad. Okay, good. But see, I, I don't do, I only have Pinterest. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not, and that's why though, I had Facebook, but I was constantly scrolling through it. Oh, what are they doing? Oh, and I'd go through, I'd dig myself into a hole. Oh, I haven't seen them in a while. So I'll click on that picture. Oh, that's what they're doing. Oh, click on that picture. And then I'd look at the time and it's been an hour. Okay. So I had to get rid of Facebook. So I don't have Facebook. Okay. And you don't have any other socials, right? You don't right. have TikTok or Instagram mm-hmm. or anything like that. <clears throat> I think I signed up for Instagram, but no, I don't have it. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, So again, if you are an avid social user, whatever your platform is mm-hmm. that you like, and a lot of times people have more than one platform, mm-hmm. right? They have one that yes. they kind of lean towards, but usually right. you have a couple different platforms. How much time are you scrolling? Right. Right. Feeling connected? 
Right? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, now I know what all my friends are up to. Right. And, you know, are you ever missing out? I, mm-hmm. what I love is, and I'll, I will ask you guys to do this. <clears throat> so next time you're at a restaurant, just mm-hmm. kind of sit there, not on your phone, oh. and just look around at the restaurant. Just mm-hmm. kind of glaze, you know, just look around and see how many people are actually talking to each other at the restaurant and how many people are just sitting silently scrolling their phones or or snapchatting each other i just i mean i literally was at a dinner recently where two people were were snapchatting each other next sitting next to each other (laughs) they didn't say one word they did not talk to one another they just snapchatted we just sent snaps. Oh, that's it. We just sent snaps the whole time sitting next to each other. To each other. To each other. <laughs> like two feet away from each other. I feel like this could become a problem for us. I feel like so. Right? Yep. So if you're not alone, if you're listening in, or maybe you're listening and you're like, well, this isn't me. Great. Right? Mm-hmm. When we come back, we're going to start talking about some symptoms. Right? Mm-hmm. And we're, Why? What's why. what's what? Where's this coming from? Mm-hmm. What's the why's? Why are we hooked? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, how does this relate? And then again, always we're gonna bring you back to if you've tipped over the edge, right? And you feel like I can't get away from my phone, right? Or or worse yet, and this is I think the real struggle. Do you feel bad about it? Are you scrolling and you are just comparing yourself to everybody's? life and feeling like you're not living up or are you not feeling good when people aren't liking your posts or sending you snaps fast enough or right or mm-hmm. responding or, or when you're getting ghosted if if those things are really impacting your life in a negative way or if you're you know uh, cyber gambling and you're mm-hmm. now out a bunch of money you just bought a bunch of bitcoin and it's now at zip right yeah that's a problem. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want to talk about, right? Yes. How do we get you back into balance? I'm not saying, you know, ban the internet. No. Right? No. It's balance. We got to yes. find some good balance. All right. Stay tuned right after this break. So before the break, we were uh, really bumming you out talking about internet use Mm -hmm. and the potential for internet use to become addiction, right? Mm -hmm. And really the difference between use and addiction is that that urge, right? Right. It's it's really a a tolerance that gets built up and we're going to talk about actual symptoms so you know, am I addicted or not or is this an addiction problem? Mm -hmm. But there are differences. So I don't want you to go in thinking like, oh, well, I use the internet a bunch so I must be addicted. Right. There is a difference, right? Just like we talked in the last couple weeks, there's a difference between I like to shop and I have a compulsive shopping problem, right? Mm -hmm. I like to eat. And eating, you know, is maladaptive, right? Or I have a compulsion or a problem with eating. So why, right? That's the question. Why do people actually become addicted or how does this happen, right? right? Um, And honestly, it's partly accessibility, right? Mm -hmm. So most Americans can get online pretty much any time, day or night, and they can get whatever they're looking for pretty much immediately. Right. And and if, again, worry about being tracked, um, if that's a concern, 
you know, you can do go incognito and basically search anything you want. And then it there is no history. Right. Right. So I think that that actually does open up even a little bit more of Pandora's box. Right. Of mm-hmm. curiosity. And so accessibility. And like Kaylee mentioned earlier, um, 40 percent of the world has just access to Internet. So there's a whole other 60 percent who doesn't have readily access. No. And 25 percent of Americans don't have readily access. Mm -hmm. So there is a difference, right, of how much we're getting on and what we're looking. Right. Okay. Another reason is uh, control. So... If you are an internet investigator, right, mm-hmm. this could be a problem, right? So if it can give you a lot of control, people can go online, they can kind of get what they want without other people knowing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they can, it can cause them to feel in control. So if they can go creep on your socials and get a bunch of information, this is how a lot of fraud happens, right? Right. They can get a piece of information. They can do enough digging and find out so much information about you. So it can really create control, right? It can also, as you can see, create something really dangerous also. Yes. Um, Some stalking behaviors, Mm -hmm. right? Or fraud behaviors or catfishing. Like these can go in really bad directions. Yeah, they can. Another reason is excitement, right? So there's like the thrill, right? Mm -hmm. So going online gives people kind of a sort of high. Mm -hmm. They have anonymity. Like I'm sure if you've ever seen like an Instagram, well, more Facebook, like rants where people just like go off, right? Right. And then when you you see that it's an anonymous poster, Uh, right? I'm just, they just like, I just have to tell you my opinion, anonymous poster. Right. Okay, it's yeah. it gives them like a little bit of a boost, right? Mm-hmm. I can um, I can say things and do things. I can be more bold, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in my online persona, right? So right. even things like gambling auctions, etc., or playing games, can be more exciting, and it can really reduce inhibitions because it is in an online format. And we actually just talked about this last week with the spending, you know, with Amazon, love you, Amazon, yes. but it's so easy to spend a crap ton of money because if your payments are just saved, right, you're just like, boop, 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 click. If you have like an Amazon app, you mm-hmm. like throw that in your car, hit button and two days later at your house. Right. There's a lot of like control and sort of like a little thrill of doing that. Right. Mm-hmm. And it does really reduce your inhibition of spending because you don't even feel it. No. Right? Yeah. You don't feel it? Not at all. So that I think that those are some of the reasons. So the combination of really accessibility, control, and then that excitement can really propel people to just keep going on, right? Yeah. And same, same. Like if you are a social media person and you're doing a lot of social medias and you keep getting likes and you keep getting kudos, right? You post more content mm-hmm. you, and then you get more likes and you get more code, right? And then you start thinking like, well, this person, this one I got 75 likes. I'm going to see if I can get 100 likes and now I'm going to get 200 likes and and if you're trying to monetize, like that is part of, right? Right. You're trying to increase your following, increase, but there's a lot of pressure that goes along yeah. with that too. So it can be very addicting and work against you. Mm-hmm. So what do we do, right? Mm-hmm. What are some symptoms? So how do you know, right? All right. How do I know? Am I, am I struggling? Is this going beyond... 
I just like the internet versus is 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 this an addiction? Is this a problem? And again, DSM does not have an official diagnosis for addictions, right? So, right. but we're looking for just similar symptomology that it's really becoming maladaptive. Is this working against you in your life at this point? Okay, so it really is not formally diagnosed, but there are those types, and Kelly talked about the categories. Mm -hmm. So one of the things are excessive use, right? Right. So uh, there isn't really um, an agreement on what excessive use is, right? They, mm -hmm. We really can't define how much use or how much internet use is excessive. However, um, really guidelines, um, American Medical Association, American uh, Pediatric Association really does suggest no more than two hours of screen time per day for youth under 18. And there really isn't a recommendation specifically for adults. However, mm. um, two hours can be unrealistic for people if they're working, right. right? So if you work on a computer, you can't really say, well, two hours a day is all I need. Um, however, you really want to think about this as non-essential use. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you are on working on a computer and you're doing that eight hours a day, I don't want you to be like, oh, my God, I'm addicted. However, if right. you then leave and now you're spending the next five hours scrolling on the Internet or you're going online and gambling in the workday or you're cyber sexing or you're, you know, sexting your and you feel just compelled to do that, probably an excessive amount of time yeah. that you are engaged in the Internet. Right. Yes. So tell us, Kaylee, maybe some questions mm -hmm. of how how often or what are some questions you can start asking yourself to kind of gauge, yeah. is this a little bit too much? Do I feel dependent on it? Right. Yes. So how often do you maybe stay online longer than you intended? Mm. Oh, like you mentioned earlier. Really like, yeah. I mentioned meant to go just check my, right. check my social and an hour later, still scrolling. Yep. Deep Not into good. the abyss. Not okay. Good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hear other people in your life complain about how much time you spend online. Okay. So if it's affecting your relationships like that. <sighs> okay, so they're like, yeah, hi, I've been sitting next to you at dinner this whole time. I mean, mm -hmm. like, what you doing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Say or think just a few more minutes mm -hmm. when you're online. Okay. Try and fall to try. I'm sorry. Try <clears throat> and fail to cut down on how much time you spend online. Okay. Or maybe you hide how long you've been online, actually online. Okay, so. so it's kind of like the closet and compulsive. I gotcha. Spending. So you're resetting your history or you're right. going on a different IP or you're, or you're like, I have, this is the first time I've gone on it. Mm -hmm. But you've been scrolling three hours. Right. Okay. Yeah. And some statements you can ask your, um, if you agree with most of these statements, maybe. Maybe you have some sort of an internet addiction. So if you think, I think about being online almost constantly. And if I'm not online, I'm thinking about the next time I can be or the last time that I was. Ooh, okay. Mm -hmm. um, I need to be online longer and longer each time before I feel satisfied. Okay, so it's not just I'm on there for the same amount of time. It's just, right. it's okay, so it's increasing right. Right, amounts of time. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I've tried to control, reduce, or stop my internet use, but I haven't been able to do it successfully. Okay, so I got rid of my socials, but then I re-downloaded the apps. Okay. Exactly. Um, I sometimes lie to important people in my life about the amount of time I spend 
or maybe even the types of activities I participate in on the internet. Okay. And being online helps me forget about my problems or improve my mood when I'm feeling sad, anxious, or lonely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. All yeah. right. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So then what are some other symptoms? Well, so some people start having withdrawal. Okay. Okay. So the, although originally understood to be the basis of physical dependence on alcohol or drugs, there's actually withdrawal symptoms um, that are now being recognized in behavioral addictions, including internet addiction. Okay. And if you have kids, you have seen this oh, happen when goodness. you take away their iPads. Yes. They right? You take out. away a tablet, flipping out. Mm-hmm. Flip out. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet you there's probably adults you know in your life. You take away their, their phones, flipping out. Yeah flipping out yeah. internet goes down oh dang it's horrible right mm-hmm. and if you again if you were like uh, have gone away and maybe suddenly you have no internet service right like, like let's say you go to another country right mm-hmm. you don't sign up for like internet service mm-hmm. it, it again can make you feel like you're missing out right yes for sure mm-hmm. for sure so common internet withdrawal symptoms include anger tension and depression when internet access is not available okay and these symptoms may be perceived as boredom, joylessness, moodiness, nervousness, and irritability when you can't go on the computer. Okay, makes again sense. And you may have experienced this yourself. As, and I'm again, right? You're just noticing, like, yikes! Um, I just, you know, I really miss out on it. And and definitely, we see it in kids a lot, For right? Sure. So tolerance is another uh, symptom, right? And Kaylee mentioned this before. So if you notice that you are building a tolerance, okay, so again, if we were looking at traditional substances, one of the hallmarks to a dependency is um, you're drinking more and more or Mm -hmm. you're um, using the substances more and more to try to reach the same effect, right? So your body is building a tolerance. And that can be true with internet accessibility as well so you know um you got that little dopamine hit and you felt good when you when you scrolled on socials for the first 20 minutes but now it's an hour right and none of the tiktoks are funny anymore and so you Mm -hmm. keep looking right Mm -hmm. um or you're looking for new content or maybe if you are um you know cyber sexing you're you're trying to get more people to click on your profile or um join you in a chat or something like that right so you're it's building up a tolerance and it's not giving you the same pleasure anymore Mm -hmm. right that you're it's not feeling satisfied right you're still seeking more seeking more i know and this can really also impact and kaylee mentioned this your relationships right it can really start to have one i think telltale sign is that when internet is getting in your way right is it's impacting your life, right? It's yeah. impacting your relationships. So if you are um, being impacted by your social relationships in your real life, by your online life, that is a good indication that the balance has been tipped. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So if you um, are starting an online affair, these can really kind of like create wildfire in your life right they can happen very easily and unfortunately they could really become infidelity in the real in in the real yes right cheating on your partner so it may start out as a flirty thing on the internet Mm -hmm. and bam you're having an emotional affair or you're meeting up and having a real affair right 
right? You get sucked in very quickly. Yeah. And again, because people's defenses are down, right? They're a little more vulnerable and our inhibitions are a little bit more, right? We're less inhibited mm-hmm. in an internet forum and that can escalate quickly, right? Yes. You may also see uh, achievements, which could be uh, grades. It could be work achievements. It could be things you've been just working on starting to really slip because you are spending more time devoted to internet. Um, it can also leave you with feeling like little energy to do anything else, right? People ask you mm. to go out and you're like, eh, I'm good. I'm just gonna hang out here and, you know, Perhaps. Snapchat my friends. <laughs> right. I'm gonna live. I'm gonna watch a movie. We're all gonna live stream it together, right? And finances can become affected. Yeah. Right. So if you're doing uh, online shopping, gambling, cyber sexing, you know, um, you're paying for sites, those can really quickly rack up the bills. Yes. Right. They can. Um, one more thing that I think can really be detrimental is if you um, start. Let's say you have a concern for your health, and now you start digging in, right? Oh, yeah. And now you're WebMDing. You're, you're, you know, you're Google docking it, and mm. you can get yourself so worked up. Almost every single symptom you look up, there is something that leads to death out there, right? For sure, right? You've got like a a, a red pimple. It's cancer. Right. It's just right. so I do think that that can also work. You can really go down some very bad rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. If you just continuously search, you will always find an answer you're looking for, but it may not be the correct answer. Right. So just to kind of keep that in mind, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and one more thing uh, related to just a negative effect of overuse, right, is really it can be very detrimental to developing brains. Right. So we're going to talk in a minute just about kids in particular with Internet use. Um, <clears throat> but... It really decreases your focus and attention span over time, right? With with increasing the need for that constant stimulation and instant gratification. So if, uh, you know, and this is becoming kind of more uh, common, right? People are like, oh, I think I have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily that people have ADHD more often, right? It's because now we are used to getting instant gratification. Mm-hmm. We're instant. We're constantly stimulated, right? We got information coming at us at five directions. A lot of people use two screens, three screens, mm-hmm. right? At their desks. They right. got seven tabs open. Um, how many apps you have open on your phone? We have things coming at us all the time. And that is really impacting our neurotransmitters in our brain and the way that we utilize information, unpack it, etc. Mm-hmm. And for a developing brain, so for a child brain, right, that is really being impacted. So those who use internet excessively, you might end up starting to feel anxious if you access their device, or um, you might even feel anxious if you get some kind of restriction on your device, right? Right. And this we see in kids, right, throwing little tantrums mm-hmm. like, I just need to watch one more video. Right. Right. But I wasn't done watching that video. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So and and honestly, if you have found that over the last couple of years you are more impulsive, um, you don't really have as much concentration and ability to focus as you used to. You know, now you're watching TV and in the middle of the show you're jumping on the, your phone, looking something up, or texting a friend, or checking a social. Um, it could be because you've just your your brain is now 
not having the same capacity to focus because it's just built up this tolerance okay. to molts of stimulation, right? It's it's now just kind of sped up, and, and it, which may look like ADHD. Right. Is it because it constantly needs something new? Yeah, yeah. Right, because it's it's now you know before you had to you had to focus right. You right. watched the show, and the brain was like stimulated by the show, mm-hmm. right? But now we our attention span keeps shrinking because we are just bombarding it with information, okay. right? And the brain is just trying to it's trying to process all that information. So now it's just ping ponging all over the place. Now is that affecting? So now do are people? actually getting ADHD more so I wouldn't say it's like getting it right right it's it's, I guess you can't get it right it's not not they're getting it it's just that they're having a more difficult time and people are having more difficult time focusing for longer periods of time right Mm -hmm. so if you're in college right now and you're like oh my gosh I stab my eye out because I'm sitting in a 60 minute lecture it's because our brains are not used to having to pay attention that long right our brains are capable right Right. Right. We're just not used to having to wait for it anymore. Okay. Right. Hmm. So stay tuned because we're going to teach you how to start expanding your tolerance. Yes. Right. And really what that means is your focus and your attention span because your brain does need to rest. Mm -hmm. And again, what we're finding, you know, with research is finding is that we're getting bombarded so much that. We're getting overwhelmed. We're getting, you know, society is is becoming more and more anxious. We're more and more just dependent on devices, which are great and we know can work against us. So let's talk about kids, right? So if you have a kiddo, what could, should you be on the lookout for? One, developing brain, right? Right. Okay. What else? Um, So... The majority of kids have access to a computer. Right. And it becomes commonplace. And it's become more commonplace for kids and teens to carry cell phones. Mm -hmm. So while this may reassure parents that they can have two-way contact with a child in case there's an emergency, the real risk is the constant access to the Internet um, that the Internet can expose to them. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. So um, children have become increasingly accustomed to lengthy periods of time um, connected to the Internet and disconnecting them from the real world. Yes. Like I was talking about. Uh, exactly. You know, you're now just snapping rather than talking to one another. You having a snap conversation. Were those adults? They were teens. OK. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I remember having a rule at dinner. We had to put our cell phones away. Mind you, I didn't get a cell phone until I was 18 because I'm older. But, yeah, we were not allowed. To, when we go out to eat, we had to put our cell phones up. Mm-hmm. Got taken away. Mm-hmm. But but how many people do you know? Like, they have their cell phones, like, out on the table oh, yeah. next to their forks. Yeah. I mean, this was 20 years ago. This is when cell I mean, phones still. first came out. But now, yeah. Your cell phone's, like, right there. Yeah. After they just got done Snapchatting in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. A little snap and then it came out. <laughs> snap you again. That phone. Snap you again. Nope. Um, all right. So children who own computers also have privileges to online access, and um, it can give them increased risk for involvement of cyberbullying. Right. Both as being mm-hmm. a victim and a perpetrator. We know that cyberbullying is so much worse. Yes. Because it, it never stops. Right. No. It's very per- pervasive. It can also, unfortunately. Um, 
really increase the chances for uh, child pornography and um, you know with 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 sexting and uh, teens yeah. sharing nude photos like Not it can good. actually create a very dangerous situation uh, with child pornography mm-hmm. so that is also a, a harmful way and if your child has access to um, the internet and in a whole you know there's a lot of dark stuff that they can access yeah not always educational content no don't they have on phones though um restrictions you can put on cell phones yes absolutely okay so there are um you know and again parental control i think is very helpful Mm -hmm. to you know as far as you can limit the content you can limit the times um just be aware again uh as your teen gets older and sometimes now young teens they're smart yeah they'll figure out that parental password not only that they figure out workarounds right right so just being in, in cautious about having internet addiction to teens, and it does create um, more problems for them. So being able to unplug, learn communication skills, how to communicate in the you know to one another face to face, I think can really help them because otherwise it is we we are seeing this more and more that teens are starting to have and and younger kiddos are starting to have more uh, social anxiety because they're not used to interacting to a live person right? right they they don't hang out and um mm-hmm. with each other and socialize they're hanging out virtually right they're not getting the same level of social interaction that they're used to yeah yeah so and i honestly that may be true for you as an adult right if oh, you're yeah. listening think about like how when's the last time you actually hung out with someone right or had dinner or went and you know uh played a played a game or um did an activity versus chatting on the phone with them or even just texting with them yeah right we we i think it was great during COVID, right mm-hmm. it kept us connected but i think there's also the potential to keep us pretty isolated from yeah, one another for sure Okay, so now you know. Yes, you do. If your uh, internet use is toppling over, and maybe again, you you don't you don't have an addiction, but you do feel like, yeah, I do spend a lot of time like scrolling, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't really, I'm don't, feel, and honestly, here I think is a big indicator. Okay, addiction, not addiction, a sign. Just check in with yourself before we go on break right now and just ask yourself, do you feel connected to the people you love and care about? That's good. Like, do you actually feel connected to them? Because if you don't or you feel just fringy, mm-hmm. meaning like, yeah, I know what they're up to, but do you really feel like emotionally connected to them? Because if the answer is no, it may be that you need to reconnect. Yeah. Right reconnect to people in the material world versus the virtual world right okay so stay tuned right after this break so internet addiction yeah tell us kind of told you a little bit about it Mm -hmm. what it looks like Mm -hmm. what it could be if you are now we're going to talk about what to do if you've realized maybe you are addicted to the internet. Yep. So amidst, amidst growing concerns about the increased amount of time people are spending online, there's something called the digital detox. Bum, bum, bum. It's become a very popular way to cope. Um, it involves temporarily abstaining from using devices like computers and smartphones. 
Um, you may be go. You may go on a digital detox in order to re-engage with the passion or activity. Maybe focus moving on uh, to more in-person interactions, or maybe break free of a pattern of compulsive or excessive use. Like Kaylee, just delete your app. Just do it. <laughs> It's okay. It'll still be there. Like I've had to actually sign on to Facebook a couple times because that's how people um, like send you stuff. Mm-hmm, communicated for like a bridal shower, but you can just delete it. You can. You can. I yeah. In you. Okay. Yes. So um, it also allows more time. Digital detoxes do for more self. Uh, more time for self care. That a person may have been neglecting in order to stay plugged into the internet, which can lead to lower stress levels and better sleep. The self-care can. Okay. So, and we've talked about this before, right? Sort of like prioritizing your time. Mm-hmm. But if you are not scrolling for an hour on social, what could you do with that hour, right? How could you take care of yourself better? Yeah. So, how do you do this guy, right? right. So, there really isn't a one-size-fits-all answer, right? I mean, you can do like Kaylee said and just delete your socials. Mm-hmm. You can even do something really simple as just turn off all of your notifications on your cell phone. Mm, that's a good idea. That sounds silly, but it's made a huge difference for me because I do not feel compelled to go on there because it doesn't tell me how many updates, how many notifications, how many things oh, yeah. are waiting for me yeah the only thing that notif- my phone notifies me about are birthdays mm-hmm. and if i get a text message yeah so you could even just try that as a little experiment right so you may want to do digitally detox if you notice that you are having some sleep disruptions right mm-hmm. um due to staying up all night or um you feel like it makes you feel more stressed or depressed or if you feel that constant need right to get on the internet so if you feel that this may be a good sign that a detox might help you right Mm -hmm. other signs may include feeling anxious if you can't locate your phone uh feeling fomo right Mm -hmm. missing out what's going on right checking like a lot of checking behaviors those are all kind of good signs that a digital detox might be for you and it might just be like i'm gonna do this for one day and see how i feel i will say probably one day you'll still just feel pretty anxious right right you might need a little bit longer but that might be a start right of like i'm just gonna start an experiment with one thing right? right so how do you do it? How does it work? Yeah. So unlike other detoxes where the goal is to abstain completely, digital detoxes are more flexible and tailored to the individual. So it may not be possible due to work or personal obligations to shut your devices off entirely for long periods of time. But if it's time for a digital detox, there's some strategies you can try. Okay. Like block off non-screen time during the day and or night. Okay. Uh, set a digital curfew for using devices at night or on weekends. Okay, and Apple has this already, right? right. They can, the focus time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Specify digital free spaces in your home, so like the bedroom or the dinner table, and use the additional time in fulfilling ways like socializing, rekindling old interests, or maybe even volunteer work. Okay, awesome. And some other things you can do, right, is use the internet with a purpose right so Mm -hmm. set the limit on that unstructured use so don't just scroll and scroll and scroll until your heart's content like set a limit on it right right avoid going down that long and unfulfilling rabbit hole so take advantage of some extra time like kaylee said reconnect do something fulfilling try to socialize yeah 
see a person face to face, talk to them. Use your words. Right? Get yeah. outside. Yeah. I mean, think about how um, right now this is great weather. So being able to get outside is really huge. Yeah, it is. Take advantage of it before yes. it gets ugly. And then you have to freeze on the inside. Yeah. No. Okay. So you can also, if you feel like you're having, um, if this is a problem for you and maybe you're trying some of these strategies and they're not working, mm-hmm. get treatment, right? Right. So get professional help. Even though, uh, Internet addiction is not considered to be, you know, a DSM disorder. There are a lot of therapists and psychologists who will be able to treat this and help you with this using the similar kind of treatments that they would for other addictions. Right. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you may also have a common um, some symptoms of another disorder that is driving it. Right. Depending on Mm. um, what is going on, like, for instance, perhaps obsessive compulsive disorder or something. Right. So getting help is can be helpful (laughs) and um, using CBT cognitive behavioral therapy there are a lot of even the groups just like there's AANA there's also you know internet addiction Um, so that's another one and you can try talk to your doctor about incorporating exercise Mm -hmm. or getting some medications I'm not exactly sure what medications, but um, a doctor would be able to tell you if there's any um, medications, perhaps like a, a depression medication, an SSRI, if you feel just like that compulsion to try to get your feel goods from the internet. Yes. All right. So, any tips? Yes. Tips. This is tips. a tip. The tips for takeaway. Yes. Um, take breaks. Okay. For example, try to take a 15-minute break maybe every 45 minutes of internet use. Okay. All right. So that's a good one. So again, and this is true on your computer at work too, right? They suggest like do um, oh, for, yes. for actual productivity, right? To after, you know, don't just sit there for hours and hours and hours. Mm-hmm. Take like a little 15-minute break. Go take a walk around your building and then get back to it, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Uh, fill your free time with activities we were talking about earlier um, that are physically intense or require a lot of concentration okay. to help distract you from thinking about going online. Okay. All right. Maybe don't bring your smartphone or tablet with you when you leave the house. Oh, yikes. Maybe leave it at home. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Or if you do, uh, again, don't text and drive. Right. Uh, don't FaceTime and drive. Oh, my goodness. Okay. This I, I actually know someone who does this all the time. I'm not going to call them out on here, but if you're listening, stop doing it. Shh. Stop doing it. It's not good. Okay. Not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep track of non-essential internet use. So use that isn't related to school or work to see if you notice patterns. Okay. Maybe have a little internet journal. Um, I do, like that. Yeah. Okay. Like where am I, how much time? And again, iPhone's really great at this because it will give you a little like digest at the end of the week to tell you how much time you're spending yes. and what you're spending it on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want go online when you're bored? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Are you going online to relieve feelings of loneliness or depression? Okay. Yeah. An internet journal for sure. Um, make a list of things that make a list of things that you enjoy doing or need to get done that don't include the internet okay if you feel tempted to go online maybe choose an activity from your list instead okay i love it yeah i love it okay so give some so um you know we we like to give you little challenges for the week mm-hmm. right so pick one of those things and challenge yourself honestly at first i thought oh god i won't know what's going on if i turn off all my notifications but guess what i do it's good and i honestly go on my socials a lot less 
because I'm not getting those little pings, right? Mm-hmm. And I turned them off on my email. I turned it off. Right? Yeah. I turned them off everywhere. Because, again, it's still in there. I can go in and look. Right. But I don't want to get pinged all the time. And it really has helped. So maybe try that if, you, if you're like, I can't stop. Right? Mm-hmm. Maybe see if you just take the notifications off, if that helps. If that just helps give you a little calm. Yeah. Maybe, you know turn the focus time on for an hour a day and for one hour a day do something different see what happens that's a good idea if you want to be bold be like kaylee just delete it <laughs> right mm-hmm. listen to her podcast instead yeah there you go right? so if you missed it tune in <laughs> right or, or if you don't like right if you you can do an audiobook listen yeah. to music Again, you don't have to scroll the internet. You don't no. have to be consuming Constantly. electronic information all the time, right? Yeah. Okay. We want to thank you so much for yes. listening to us today. Thank you. We will talk to you next week. Until then, have a great week working towards the balance. Yes. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye.